Welcome to the Josh Bolton Show, where we dive into interesting and inspiring conversations. And now, your host, Josh Bolton. Leave meeting canceled. No, let me just cancel. And so now I see you. Okay. Uh, view. Oh, wait, where are we? Oh, I see. Camera's blocked. Yeah, there you there. go. Hi. Awesome. How you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. It's good to see the face. You're kind of like what I expected. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I like, uh, you know, an athletic marshmallow. No, I can see. I can see because of your shoulders and I can see because of structure on your face, the athleticism in you. And you were a bulk strength type of person. I was just going for pure strength. I ate whatever yeah. the hell I could yeah, get my I, hand on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, that's quite a mic, dude. That's Thank a, you. Here, I'll wow. push it back over for you. <laughs> Big mother. Okay. I'm thinking of getting a different one. This one's done its job, but I need a new one now. Yeah, just send it over to me. I'll take it off your hands. No problem. <laughs> Well, email me your address afterwards. Yes, I will do that. <laughs> okay, how do you want to start this love? I uh, usually just do an introduction, what you are and what you do. Okay, so um, do you want me to talk about what I am and what I do? Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was looking through your website, and that's why I asked about your boyfriend, because it was one of your videos was you talking about him going down on you and not good. I, wait, wait, what, 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 what video? What, go back just- again. It was one of your videos where it was your ex-boyfriend was going down on you, but he failed and he left. Oh, no, no. It was, the first time was great. He left. He read a book and then he was trying to go all slow and you're like, this oh, is terrible. No. Okay. 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 God, I don't know where he managed to read. He wasn't going down on me. We were having sex and then we broke up and then we made up. And then I'm like, what are you doing? And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, and he's like, flip, flip. <laughs> flip i'm like feeling like a fucking pancake he says well i was reading these books and they were talking about going slow i'm like no i like it fast just do me fast, fast i don't know where the fuck you found that oh my god okay, wait, was you on you your site it was on my site the 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 one with the bottle with the water yeah okay where under the about me or was one of yeah, the web we- oh it was one me. of the videos it was one of those videos because yeah, you had a blog video and audio so i just clicked video okay it was one of those videos yeah 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 okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then, this were, uh, then you got to, i went to the about page and that's where i'm like geez she's so like he was yeah. super in shape i'm like how does she do that yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. I can, um, I can introduce myself that way I can hit the major points and, uh, and then you can lead me with uh, the questions that you want me to answer. How's that? Absolutely. Okay. Then let's, let's get right into it. Okay. Hi, I'm Nicole Coleman and, uh, my superpower as Josh knows is that I'm a Hayoka empath. Now, a Hayoka empath is not just like an empath, someone who picks these feeling and vibes. It's actually someone who is like a mirror, not quite like the Wicked Witch of the West mirror, because that guy is definitely on Prozac. He is so <laughs> It's more like a mirror who can see into why you're in the dark, why things are happening to you, not like a shrink who puts you in a template of categories, oh, bad mother, neglectful father. It's very detailed. And what I found, and I've been very blessed, is that the, the clients that have come to me or the randoms that I do, what they have shown me is that 
the words that I get that are downloaded and the insights and the messages, it's like they have your emotional imprint on them, your DNA, because once you hear the words that are meant for you, it unlocks the energy. You know how you can go to a shrink or you can talk to your best friend or your mother or your teacher, and they're like, they totally make sense. You understand it. But that shitty feeling is still inside you. Well, what I do is when you hear the words that are specifically meant for you to heal that wound, it unlocks the energy. You don't fucking, you don't feel it. It's gone. It's mm-hmm. gone. And so because I'm also an international trainer, I have found that what I've done is I mixed the two, the two together. So when I've had someone that I train them, they have an injury. Every emotional thought that we think that feeling of that thought gets replicated and then it manifests as a specific injury. Like I'll give you an example, thyroid problem. Every single person who has a thyroid problem has the continual thought, even though they're not aware of it, but they have the feeling on that thought that says, when is it ever going to be my turn? I always put myself last. I got to do my family. I got to do my friends. I got to do my boyfriend. I got to do my, when is it ever going to be my turn? And when I've pointed that out, then the thyroid starts to heal. Then the back injury starts to heal. Then the knee injury starts to heal. That's why with this law of attraction that I'm so glad it's so out there, people are just beginning to understand that it doesn't help to understand something intellectually if you don't match the feeling with the understanding of the right words that hit the feelings, you won't unleash yourself from that feeling. So I actually wrote a book about it. Uh, this actually might be interesting to you, Josh. Okay. It's, um, it's, it has to do with the way girls and guys are today because there's a certain trend with the media. We can get real deep there. Yeah, it's called, it eventually. Yeah, the book is called The Wisdom of the Penis, SOS Manual, sorely okay. needed. And it's all written in slang and it took about 12 years because I was getting all the issues of what's going on today. So I write it as if I'm one of you, only I've been transported way to the future and I've gotten all this wisdom and shit. And then I come back to tell all you guys why the girls do the crazy ass bitch things we do. And then I tell all my girls why you guys do the dumbass things you do, because there are reasons why. And I'll give you a really fast example. The media is telling all the girls we need to show we're in charge We need to walk up to the guy, ask him, you know, do you want to go? I heard that there's this party. You know, do you want to call me? Here's my number. We need like we'll go through all these self-esteem issues. Like, will he call me? Won't he call me? As if we don't have enough self-esteem issues. And we're walking up to him, basically vagina smudging in his face here. Sample, sample. Like we've got the goods. Why are we walking up to the guy asking him if he wants? I cannot tell you how backwards And how that hurts the girls and how that handicaps guys. I don't know about your sex ed class, but in mine, I don't ever, ever remember the egg putting on her running shoes and running after 50 billion sperm. Like the sperm run after the egg for a very good reason. Mm -hmm. Because when you mess with that architecture of love, then you have girls who, although it may be flattering to you, Josh, that all these girls come up to you and it's like, hey, Josh, do you want to hang out? Do you want to go? And you might be kind of like, please, and snug about it. But I really doubt you'll fall in love with any of those that just came. 
Why? Because a whole guy's mechanics, a whole guy's strategy, mode of thinking is about the hunt of his tools, his tools, even his organ. It's long and it goes in deep because he's exploring. And so in his mind and his intellect, if a girl takes away getting to know her, if a girl takes away, okay, how do, how do I even get to a girl like this? Like I see she likes this. She's popular. She's so this, she's so, so this. How do I get? Because right now you guys could be dating this really hot girl and you take her to a place after COVID, of course, not right now. And you're taking her on a date and now you're wondering, do I open the car door? Or is she going to think that I think she's weak because she's like a kick-ass martial arts expert. She's a bank manager. She's like on this big committee thing and she's has her own business. Like, I don't know. She could think that I think she's weak and she might give me this look. And it's like, my God, she trains like a hundred times a day. Like she could even hurt me. I don't know what to do. And then meanwhile, us girls are looking at you like, why are you so slow? Like, why don't you just come up and ask me out? And why see the girls keep vacillating between a masculine energy and a feminine energy. The masculine energy is the media induced ones telling the girls to go show you we're confident by taking charge. A girl that shows she's confident doesn't run after a guy. She mm -hmm. stands somewhere and she looks at him and with her feminine energy, she passively magnetically pulls you to her with one look, one smile. That's showing she's in charge, not running after your tail and asking you or blowing you or saying, I'll do this and I'll do this. Or how can we like make this happen? Let me like scratch and like contort my brain. What does he need? What is it? And then that puts a girl into her logic. And one of the biggest problems today is girls can't stop thinking. They're 24 seven. Why did he do? What did he do? I can't stop thinking. Anxiety pills, antidepressant pills, three times more. Check it out in Google. Check no, out the I statistics. Know. I, was, I was a byproduct of that for a while. Yeah. Okay. But I guarantee you weren't as much. And I'll tell you why it affected you guys. I mean, that's a very good thing you brought up. The girls will be affected because they're too much in their masculine dominant energy, which all girls need as a career girl, as an athlete. But the mm -hmm. problem is when we don't leave our balls at the office, we don't leave our balls at the courts in the gym and we take it home to our guy. Last we checked was a masculine energy. Two similar energies collide because only opposites attract opposite energy. So if now the girl is being assertive, and over responsible and wanted and, and then overdue and you're like going to be forced to be passive just to keep the peace because you'll notice two leaders won't go the whole romantic energy is is an opposite one it's masculine feminine it's not equality like they say equality in the work and everywhere else yes but when that overlaps into the romantic arena where we usually rule that's no longer equality. We've just been demoted from where we were. You guys trying to search and find a way to reach us, which chisels your brain, which chisels your gut instincts. Because now girls running up to you, that's like it just snipped your dick. You no longer are assertive as you're used to being, unless you're an entrepreneur, a leader, or an athlete. You're now like, okay, I'll let her show me if she likes me. I'll just wait. You're losing your hunter's edge. 
The guys today are becoming too soft. And you know what that does? It opens the path for narcissists, manipulators, and con artists. Because now the girls want to feel that there was someone strong, someone who listens to their gut instincts. And all these guys are afraid to say, hi, you have a nice smile. Would you like to go out? I really like this about you. I noticed you over there. They don't know how to talk to a girl because they're afraid they're going to be infringing. They're afraid of this wrongly titled uh, error of male toxicity. It's not male toxicity. It's a narcissist that are male toxicity. And all you good, solid guys are now just baffled and confused. So when you are disconnected from your logic because the girls are forcing you into your feminine energy, you're going to be overwhelmed emotionally. So you're going to be depressed or you're going to need more pot or you're going to need your, and when a girl who is used to handling her own shit comes to you and says like, is she completely like loses it? You're, you're flabbergasted. You, you don't have the calluses to strongly hold her. You're kind of like, just, Get over it, honey. You just get over it. We can no longer be vulnerable. So the girls are getting disconnected from their feelings because they're predominantly in a masculine energy. And the guys are getting disconnected from their logic that keeps them grounded, assertive, in their balls, knowing what they're capable of. Right. No, I, I, that's actually something I've observed just in general. And like I've been working night shifts, so I've been studying and reading a lot. And that's... That's one of the hugest things I've noticed. That's amazing. That where have you noticed it in watching them, or what have you been reading? That well, mindset thinking, uh, thinking fast and slow. How the how the <laughs> mind works. It's very yes. boring. Seven hundred yes. something pages. Yes. Ooh. You yeah. got it. You've gone through it. No, I I write mostly. I don't read. Okay. I just write what comes to me with my insight. But something like that. It's going to put you in your mind. The quickest way for a guy to get reconnected to his intellect is to get grounded. Getting grounded is leading, holding a podcast show like you're doing. That's taking responsibility. Training. Training. Nothing will get a guy further than in terms of grounding and going with his instincts when he's matched up to that fatigue rate of like, Oh my God, I have no oxygen. How do am I going to push myself further? I just must, I have no choice. Mm -hmm. He gets back to that. Well then him asking a girl out and her saying possibly no, or get lost. You know, he's not worried about his balls falling down and rolling out the door. It's yep. just a question. Do you ever notice that the athletes and soldiers and people like that who risk their life, whether it's in a backflip or it's um, playing hockey or something or football or back, you get you get hurt, man. When it comes to things like that physically, that's grounding because those kind of guys are not scared to talk to a female species because they know words don't cut off an arm. Words don't make a knee blow up. They are just words. And so she doesn't want me fine it doesn't take a sliver of who and everything you are away from you but see a guy who is not plugged into his logic into his grounding into his sense of his manhood 
because he's over emotionally eyes. He he is judging himself over and over and over again because he's lost vision. He's got he has double vision now. He has his emotions which are swirling all over him and the ego of his intellect attacking him. Because you, although your mind is brilliant and it can always cheer you along, it can also work against you. But you mm -hmm. see, your gut will never call you a loser. Your gut will always forewarn you. But in order to initiate that, that would be in feeding your gut, which is training, which is taking a risk, which is going out there. And one of the things that the media does when it, it encourages girls to go out, ask the guy, don't wait. We, you, they're. You don't have to wait. You know what? The biggest harm that they're also doing with the girls, come to think of it, law of attraction is not a masculine energy. It's not a push. It's a passive energy, right? And that's a feminine energy. It's receptive. So now the girls are stuck in their head. When they're stuck in the head, the bad parts of the head that criticize them is going to tell them further when you don't respond to them well because you're going after they're going after you, uh, that they're maybe not good enough and they didn't do it enough. And a girl's spirit, which is meant to uplift a man, that's our function here, to elevate horn dog to man. We uplift you by putting up the bar of which you want to raise and, and go climb and beat just because you can. Because when a girl looks at you and she knows and she sees this, this and that, you, you want to live up to that. That's called inspiration, provided it's a, a girl that you like. And it's a girl that all, the, all the, the prep work was done properly to build your foundation. It wasn't artificial. She's not like your mother. She didn't come chasing of you, telling you, no, you don't have this right. You don't have this. Let me organize your life. Let me organize your closet. Oh, I, don't, I see you don't do the laundry. Let me just do it for you. As soon as a guy sniffs Mother Hubbard feeling, he's like, fuck off. I love her. The sex, the vagina. Oh, my God, it's so sweet. But, oh, my God, I need a break. So a lot of girls don't understand that they can overlap into this place because they're stuck in their head in that masculine energy. They haven't disconnected from their head mm -hmm. to go into their feminine energy, which is their sensuality, which is walking into a room where you're already pissed because something happened at work or someone ripped you off and all you have to see, Josh, is your girlfriend. Not ask you, what's wrong? Let's talk about it. But just stand there. Take off her shirt. Have them pop out. Look at you. Come closely. Head and bosom. Thank you. I don't feel I have a problem anymore. Let me <laughs> inhale my haven. Do you see how simple it is? Yeah. And it's not about objectifying and shit like that. It's about, it's, you know, beauty, whether it's an animal, whether it's a baby, whether it's a real fit girl with a tight booty and just um, exuding life and energy. When you see her walk, because she's like a panther in her jungle, she makes her own rules. It raises a vibration of man. When you see beauty, there's no medicine. There's nothing that can take you to a higher state of mind. So whatever Absolutely. problem you have, you just got energized. Just standing next to a girl will enhance your whole entire immune system. And provided she's anchored in her shit, provided she's anchored 
in her femininity because it's such a divine energy. It's a magic. And that's where you need to dive into and get some. The whole sexual act diving into her juices is, you know, if she's a skank and you go in and out, and it's like a sneeze thing, and it's a relief, you've had some pressure, yeah, I'll feel good to get rid of toxic energy, but it's not going to uplift you. You know, it's kind of like taking Coca-Cola because you're tired and you're fed up and you haven't eaten for 14 hours, as opposed to having a good protein shake with pina, you know, pina colada flavoring or something like that. It feels really good. It does. Like a real sweet kiss from a girl you're crazy about. You know, it's slow and it's like you can't stop looking at her eyes. And like the kiss is actually in her eyes and her face. Like you already feel kissed. So that's all being amputated because the girls are the ones with the balls now. Mm -hmm. They have bigger balls than the guys because they're getting preconditioned to taking charge all over the goddamn place. So what happens is that when they're depressed, you guys don't know what to do. But I'll tell you what to do right now, especially for all your listeners. If you have a girl who's upset and she's like a leader type and whatever, she is too much out of her head. Don't go and say to her, you're too much in your head because I was listening to this lady. She actually sounds like she knows her shit. No, don't tell a smart woman that she's too, too much in her head to make her feel dumb. This is what you do. You connect her to her senses. Okay. You show her something in front of her eyes that's beautiful. So we relate to colors, a lot of balloons, a lot of sprinkles on a cupcake, because taste is another one of our senses. That's why we eat a lot when we're pissed. Smell, lavender, strawberries, cologne, sound, whispering, your voice will do a lot. Because, by the way, that's how a girl falls in love. She doesn't fall in love with what you do for her. She falls in love auditory with the right words at the right time in the right tone just a secret throwing it out there but you guys fall in love first you dude through sight the way she looks that's what sucks you in so when you have a girl that's upset gear towards her senses give her things that are soft like hard things don't feel good to us so don't give us that we don't want any hard things right now we want something soft and fluffy so yeah teddy bears, soft blankets. We want to hear the fire. We want to see fire. We want to see stars. We want to play with a puppy. We want to see butterflies. We want to hear beautiful sounds. We want to look at beauty. So when you take a woman, take your girl, and you prepare a bath, this is why it works. Because she needs to get out of her head and her body is estrogen-based. That's a feeling uh, hormone. When I say that's a feeling hormone, you need to understand that a girl processes and absorbs feelings all day long. So, Mm -hmm. Josh, let's say you say to your girlfriend, bye, babe, I'll see you later. And she's like this perky daffodil in the morning on the way to on. Okay, she's really all happy. And then you go to your work. She goes to her work. And then during the day, she talks to her BFF and, oh, my God, her BFF's guy cheated on her with her sister or whatever. It was like really, really bad. And so now she's got this bad feeling. Okay. And then she goes to work and she sees the boss cup of feel of this new girl. That's like half his age. So now she's like, God, Oh my God, that's so bad. And then on the way home, 
she sees this little old lady and maybe a guy is driving beside with the bicycle and he splashes her with mud. And now she's like, guys are such dicks. They're just dicks. <laughs> and then you, and then Joss, you call and you're like, Hey babe. And she's like, what? And you're like, Whoa, what, what, what? Oh, well, did I get you a bad time? What's wrong? Nothing, nothing. What do you want? See, so that's what I'm saying. Because we're estrogen-based, we're going to process and absorb feelings from everywhere and whoever we're around. We think it's our own. Most girls are not that aware. So, guys, heads up. If you don't check for a few hours at a time, things could have drastically changed, and it's not you. So I would just, like, get a good text in there every hour and a half-ish or just touch Yeah, don't be too needy. Don't go every, like, 30 minutes. No, no. But you know what? Say you're saying needy, Josh, because that's your nature. If I may be more bold, All right. you just just where you are right now. Uh, maybe there's been a bit of a deficit and maybe that's why uh, you keep away because you're afraid you may be too clingy or too needy. And again, that would tell the guy that he doesn't feel 100 percent on his own. He feels uplifted with the girl which is nothing wrong with that, provided you're already as uplifted as that girl is. Then you're a power fucking couple. If you are slightly low, because let's say your mother was not that type, then you've got a bit of a hole. Let's say you, you never got it in a right way, a nurturing for your mother. A lot of guys happen that way. And it's just the family you rolled into and it would be another discussion because you actually wanted to do that because it's going to chisel a very special part of you. It's going to make that part of you stronger than it would have been had you had a mother that gave you a lot because this is going to push you into a certain field, into a certain way to connect you with a certain girl to learn the certain things that you have to learn. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the same thing for the girls. Girls who tend to see a boyfriend as too much work is because they didn't have their father around, is because they didn't have the father acknowledge uh, or cherish the beauty in them without them having to really work hard for his attention. What that means is that they've confused, they've been conditioned to feel that being in love is working for love. So they'll hook up with the guy who Nicole, I love your will energy, need a lot out. of fixing. Oh, sorry. Uh, do, say, do you hear me now? Are we yeah, good? Yeah, but your internet suddenly went red. I was going to say, can we cut the video? It would probably oh. even it out. Okay. Okay. Does it look okay? Well, it looks okay right now. It just came back. Okay, awesome. Right, sorry, time, I didn't... It's been going in and out, but it's usually just like a half a second. But this one was oh. a little longer. Oh, okay. Maybe it's on your end, dude, because I haven't had that. But that's cool. Okay, let's just keep going. Okay. Um, so it was a it was a great parallel question that you brought up. You know, what about the guys who don't want to text every thirty minutes? And if the guy is really healthy into his training of a sport. To anchor him. And he's got a goal in his project. He's busy. Now, the fact that he has a girl in his life, that's an added cherry on top. That makes his whole Sunday. 
you know, banana split or whatever, right. no pun intended, but yeah. So, but the point is when it's that kind of a guy, she's an added magic in his life. But if he's thirsty, if he's in drought, if he doesn't have a career that he's aiming for, if he's not working, if he's not in touch with his purpose, if he's got no way of training his body to make him maximize his energy for what he's supposed to do in this world, then he's going to be thirsty. So he's going to attract a girl that has a lot, but then that girl who has a lot is going to be drained as anything by giving you too much. So a lot of those girls who are very intellectual will connect with guys who are overly emotional because just as the guy who has to text every 30 minutes is overly needy and emotional okay. opposites attract he will only attract a girl who's overly intellectual and too much in her head not connected to her feelings and so he will be her feelings she will be focused too much on you see how that goes yeah, I see on it. on his feelings and those are the girls who are like i don't want a guy in my life oh my god there's so much work okay and you know why there's so much work because she can't focus on herself anymore because she's lopsided because she's just intellectually full, just like the guy is in, is emotionally empty, but intellectually he's not grounded. Emotionally, she's not grounded. They'll connect to each other. She'll be inspired to do a lot of work and fix. This is a codependent relationship. Mm -hmm. A codependent person is not just someone who's clingy. It's the other person who's a fixer. That's why they connect. I have had clients who've said, you know what? I don't know. I owe my girlfriend's so clingy or my boyfriend's so clingy. And I'll, and I'll be like, dude, girl, you have to, let's not look at them for a second. You have to look at yourself. Why right. do you have to fix them? Oh my God. How did you know? Yeah, I have to fix them because yes. fixers attract clingers. Mm -hmm. No, and absolutely. They attract each other because they're supposed to, they're meant to learn lessons. The guy is meant to learn, I don't want a mommy anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want someone telling me how to do everything and, and uh, uh, leaning on them because she's going to end up being resentful. So the resentful energy is that of a tired mother telling a guy to clean up his room. It's no longer a magical romantic energy of which you first got connected with in the beginning. But it's very interesting with the energies. They don't miss. Right. They, they get what they need to get. So a person who's starving in one way will connect with the person who has that. And the other person starving will connect with the person who has what they're missing. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So and Sorry, no. just to interject one other thing. And because the media is encouraging girls to work predominantly out of their masculine energy, it's forcing them more in their head and they're going to be stuck there. So not only are they going to be disconnected from where they need to be vulnerable because now they see it as a weakness, they're going to bypass all the leaders out there Okay. All the guys that are true guys that are healthy and they're going to be pulled to guys who need a mother. Yeah, I, I, I see that trend too. So I, I completely agree.
Yeah. Wow. I guess they just didn't have a lady like you to explain it that way. It's a lot to take in, but all I'm saying is that it's a domino effect. And especially, you see, you guys depend on a girl for inspiration. A guy's, even if you want to build a multi-billion dollar empire, you, you, you do it for what? At the end of the day, when you get on top of the tunnel or the, 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 the thing you're building or the, the mountain, for what? For to be whole, to share it with a woman, okay? Or if you're the same sex, to share it with a female energy. It's to share because a masculine energy likes to share. A masculine energy is responsible. A masculine energy is logical. And a masculine energy is, and here's a key word, sacrificial. That's why he'll grind and grind to fucking make it to his heights. The problem is, is that girls are not allowed to be sacrificial. And I'll tell you why. Because they're primarily estrogen and it's a feeling hormone. If a girl sacrifices the way she feels in order to work long hours in order to help a guy and forget herself, her body will shut down her energy. Not so with a guy. But estrogen, when you dismiss your feeling, because it's an estrogen is a feeling hormone, and you Mm -hmm. say, sorry, you come last, it will say, well, sorry, you get no energy, you get no sleep, and uh, you're not going to feel like having sex either because I'm taking that away too, so there. (coughs) That's funny. Yes, but it's true. But do you notice the second? And um, I know this because I'm a prime candidate, and I was. And it, and it's very because I was a champion athlete. I'm like a very driven entrepreneur. This is my passion. And so what's going to ha- happen is if I don't remember to leave that, and that overspills to a man. I'm going to steamroll him in every friggin' direction. And so, yeah, as we talked about that earlier, poor guy. So the, the, the thing is, I, that's why I wrote about it because the trend is, is that every woman is an entrepreneur now practically. And for sure in the last 15 years, every woman is fitness oriented. And what happens is that the fitness era has made girls predominantly masculine energy, And then the media went by side and said, now, let's not, you know, uh, hold back. Let's show this new charge way that we're dealing in life. And let's go after the guys. You don't go after a guy. The guy's heart to give to a girl is a gift from him. You can't snatch it. You can snatch his dick, but that won't last long. You can't snatch a guy's heart. You can't coax it. You can fool it. But after a while, he'll catch on. But a guy's heart is a very precious commodity. You cannot trifle with a guy's heart. When a guy gives you his heart, it's like he's made the mental decision in his mind. Oh, my, my God, I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm in love with her. Fuck me. I'm in love. Oh, my God, this is bad. This is so bad. When the guy realizes first he's in love with the girl. He knows he's a goner. He, he knows. There's nothing he can do anymore. You see, because he bonds through his mind. He, this is why a guy can have a lot of sex, not get attached to anybody. But you see, the way girls are designed, it, girls, they, most girls, and even the girls who do have fuck buddies, believe me, after a month of 
fucking your big bad wolf. You're going to wonder why haven't you texted me? Like, oh my God. Okay. I know he's just a fuck buddy, but like, how, I, I've been waiting like three hours. Oh, because now he's just talking to your best friend who used to be your best friend. Now she looks like, uh, you know, vampire too, because she's sucking all the energy out of your fuck buddy because girls bond physically. They bond physically. They don't fall in love by deciding. They bond, which means if they're with the same guy and they're having sex with him, they're going to fall in love. It's really that simple. Same guy. Same guy. Okay. Good clarification. Especially, yeah. Because if, if, if they're numb inside, they're just doing a fuckorama thing. Um, and, and not to mention all the different energies that they're getting inside. And that's a whole other show. But um, they're going to see that they're going to start thinking him more. They're going to start being jealous. They're going to want to know his whereabouts all of a sudden. And they're supposed to be just friends. It's not what the guy signed up for. He was just going to be a fuck buddy. I did my job. You know, my dick was there. It did its job. I'm out. But the girl's emotions will grow and they will bond because of the oxytocin hormone that is released which is much more in a girl than it is a guy and that's a love drug and if we could put that in a bottle and market it to our politicians this whole world would be different because it makes you feel trust it makes you feel love but that's what's going on and so it's not only taking away the divine feminine energy that the girls that were born into it was an inherited birthright of the girls born into this lifetime it's your birthright being a girl is a privilege do you know how many guys i've spoken to says oh my god if i was a girl i just fuck the richest guy and have it made my like that's why you're not a girl that's why you're not a girl the girls who are born into this time have a very special mission here their light and without sounding too woo-woo, when you see a girl that's very bright, that's filled with energy, doesn't matter her age or her culture or what she looks like or what she's into, you want to be around her because that energy feeds your soul. And when the girls disconnect from their divine energy by being plugged up into their brain, not that the brain's not a bonus, but 99% nine in the brain, it means their feelings are going to be on mute. It means when they go to meet a guy and they're like, okay, he doesn't feel right. Oh, but he's rich. Oh, but he does this. Or he came through the family or he came through a friend. I had all these, but their gut feeling speaks, feels bad. They're not going to listen to it. And then they're going to get screwed up later. Okay. Because your gut will never be off. And the best way to trigger your gut is to be in the gym or in, again, a sport. And that's why I'm harping on it because when you're doing any kind of sport, your body's instincts light up like a Christmas tree. They're always on. You know, the other thing is because society is having us, they're taking the girl. Jesus Christ, what happened? I don't go, know. Go I check guess. it. We'll pause no, right no, here. no, no, no. It's, it's not in my apartment, so I'm... Was that a gun? I, no, no, no. It was a piece of furniture that dropped. Oh, it sounded like a gun from this side. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, <clears throat> we'll take that part out. <laughs> but 
what what I was saying was the um, I, I will tell ask my landlord what happened though. Um, where was I? Um, Steamroll energy. That was before. Um, oh, with um, with the way with the way society is making is making the girls who were privileged enough to be born with a divine feminine energy, which is law of attraction. Law, divine feminine is alluring and magnetic. It pulls things to us. So instead of the media or society saying, let's work on our feminine energy, girls. Let's bring that guy to us by enhancing our femininity and our values. Because a guy can always sniff skank. And he can also sniff. He doesn't have to be smart. He can always tell when a girl is worthy of his time or she's going to be a fly by night. He, he has those instincts. And when the media is taking a girl out of her feminine energy by plugging her into her head, which is a masculine energy because it's in logic, she is now, A, stuck in her head. She is more and more each day disconnected from her divine feminine energy, which pulls all the things she wants into her life and because she's stuck in her head she now has to question well maybe i don't deserve maybe i should work harder and what's law of attraction about it's about deserving to have a good life so if a girl is stuck in his head her head she's going to have the dark side of the ego say well i don't know maybe you should work harder for this because if the media is having us work for a guy you think she's going to just accept life being easy without her having to struggle for it no it's part of her mechanics now if a girl feels she has to work up for a guy see if he likes you know email him tell him something nice about him be patient she's not going to then switch that off in her career and go i deserve ease i deserve all the clients that come to me now because I'm so good at my shit. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, I've been talking with people during the podcast, but in general, and I've come to realize it's not just like TV media, it's social media too, where they say they're, they're fighting for your rights to do this movement, but it's, right. it, it's not anywhere close to what they wanted. It's not because you know what? It's making the girls feel when it's like girls' rights. Let's just look at women's rights, okay? Okay. Women's rights is going to make a woman feel that she is separated from her counterpart of the other half, which is a man. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not like going to cover all transgenders and all the different sexes yeah, and energies. We'll just include them include. in one, yeah, one yeah. big basket. Yeah, one big basket. So, when they make us believe that we need to stand up for our rights, by default, you're against us. By default, we're isolated. And by default, we're all alone fighting. When, when you're our counter half, it's not, you know, it shouldn't be called feminism. It should be called humanism. When a girl is not getting paid normal amount, it's not feminism. The guys are not to blame. It's humanism. This is not what you pay a human being. And what they're doing is they're like separating the guys from the girls, which keeps the girls feeling weaker and keeps the guys 
without their inspiration. Because, see, now the girls think they have to fend for themselves. The guys don't have the inspiration. We're not, we're not twirled together anymore. We're like this, parallel. And mm -hmm. the other thing is by this so-called equality overlapping into the romantic realm and going equal like two soldiers – the guys are going to start to be competitive with girls making more or making less or making more and girls are going to be competitive because mm -hmm. it's not about, oh, great, honey, you've got this sports show and I'm still building my business. Now, because it's equality, equality puts us in a competitive mindset, mm -hmm. does it not? Oh, absolutely. But, and why would you want to equal and level the playing field when you're dealing with the hills and valleys of a woman. You do not want to level those playing fields. You know, you don't want to have sex with the road. It's a woman. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's oh what I'm God. Yeah. But so I think it's, and I love that you're bold enough, Josh. You're very advanced in your thinking. It's really good to be on this show with you because um, I feel honored because most guys are so swept up with trying to do the right thing when they hear the media say, um, uh, yes, woman's rights. And, and, believe, and I've talked with some guys. I've been in events where a guy sat next to me and his girlfriend sat and a girlfriend is saying, you know, there's all these new feminine feminism courses at university. I don't understand why Tom doesn't want to take it. And I'm looking at Tom, way to go, Tom, like hang on to your balls. Why are you pacifying our men? Mm -hmm. Instead no. of building up our men and a noble warrior of a man is rare. These is. toxic men is not men. They're damaged, broken semi-men. They're, they're men who who have chips on their shoulders and missing pieces. Mm -hmm. So they need to collect pieces. They're not whole. And so the good men are becoming soft, pacified. Let me just let my girlfriend run the show. They're like a woman in a guy's body. It's just, and then you see the, the girl acting in her behavior and her mannerisms like guy i'm surprised she's not scratching her vagina in public i mean you know I've it's just like though. oh my god to <laughs> <laughs> no. come to that oh my god it has come to that at least in oh southern california oh sweat god. sweaty pants and uh sweatshirt and you pit, know, you, pit stains and everything oh okay you know what um yeah i remembered working i remember when i was in la I was so annoyed with all the guys uh, coming out of the bathroom one by one. It was just one of those days where every single guy is coming out. And I just watch him coming out because I was always studying behavior while I was working my book. And I'd see the guy talk in a conversation and shift his nuts. And I'm like, do you not see me looking at you? And and then I'd go, okay, I'd like forget forget you. And then I'd see another guy and he's like, I don't know, he's he's shoving it in a different place. And another guy and another guy. And you guys are really actually lucky that way. It's like just as a side note, you you this is why us girls, when we have something to say, we have to just like talk it all out. Because our organ can't hold anything in. 
You notice it has a split, but see you, you can tuck it in the back. You can put it up, down, sideways in your back pocket. You can hold on to shit. We cannot. Okay. It's just an interesting parallel. I, in my book, I make a lot of, um, um, viewpoints with the science of the body and biologically, I think there's a blueprint in it. So, and so what, when I saw a couple more guys do this scratch and shove and tuck in stuff, I, I went up to each one of them. I said, I want you to imagine me coming out of the bathroom. And he's like, yo, okay. I said, and me doing this and massaging my breasts right in front of me. And he's like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah. So can you imagine every girl coming out of the bathroom, massaging her breasts as she comes out of the bathroom? And he's like, yo, we would love that. And I'm like, okay, wrong example. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, wrong example. But, um, um, and even that example, do you see that we can't get back at guys for doing their things? Because a masculine, you see, just like girls, I talked with a couple of girls, and a few of my clients were saying, Nicole, don't worry, I didn't let him fuck me. I fucked him. I said, really? How did you do that? Did you sprout a cock out of your forehead? You don't fuck a guy. He goes into your hole. Do you understand? And when a guy enters you, here's the other crucial thing that girls don't understand. And I'm so glad we're on this topic. When a guy goes into a girl, he is also entering her soul. She's not entering your soul until you give her your heart. And that's a mental decision. And it's, and which brings me to topic number two, why girls love to just pry and like get to know you and like talk all about, you know, they want to know all your stuff because girls between each other, like a girl will tell you her whole life story. Like mm-hmm. it, it's very easy. Guys would kind of like sit quiet thinking, okay, please don't ask me about that. I don't want to get into that. And I don't want, I'll just keep listening and keep asking questions. There is a reason. And I try to explain, you know, my girlfriend's like, he doesn't want to open up. He doesn't want to open up. Well, there's a reason. What girls need to understand today, excuse me, what girls need to understand today is that when a guy is born, he is born from a creature unlike himself. It's like, can you imagine for the ladies listening, for the girls listening, can you imagine if you came out of your father? Like, forget the hairy nipples besides that. Like, like you, okay, first of all, image-wise, it's gross. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that girls do not give credit where credit is due. You have come from a creature unlike your own. So when, even though the mother bonds to you, she's not like you. So there's an innate part of a man that is like he's on a separate island. When he's about five, he has his own secrets and he has his own space. And he wants that separation from mommy if he's healthy. If he's not, he's right up her ass until he's like 34. But hopefully not because a lot of hemorrhoids for all you guys who have hemorrhoids. That's why. So but the girls don't understand that if we came out of a sex that was completely different from us, we would be. We would love our father, but we would be kind of withdrawn. We would not be that open because we're used to being that open with a mother who is intuitively reads our thought because she's the same sex. So she gives us a bridge to this communication gap. 
There's no bridge with you guys. So unless you have lowered the drawing bridge and are prepared and anchored on your island that you want this girl to come on your island and you're prepared for her, you don't want to divulge shit. It's not free and easy for you. Do you know what I'm saying? And most girls don't understand why it's so easy for her to tell him everything. But why doesn't he tell me everything? It's because they were born from something different. And so there's a bit of a gap. There's a bit of a, they don't like probing. They don't like, let me just dive in before they're ready to tell. And so I say, back the fuck off and draw him in with your sensuality. Not with your questioning, because he will feel like he's under a spotlight of interrogation. Draw him in with your sense. When do guys speak? When do they share their emotions? When they're having sex with you, when they're emotional, that's when they're that's when they share their feelings. When either you're about to break up or they're having sex with you, it's 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 like these peak times where they share how they really feel with you. But to probe into their mind, you need to respect the guy's mind to have it when he opens the door for you to come in. And really what would really help him is for you to get him out of where he ever he is. And you can only do that with your feminine energy. Because when a guy sees a girl who's girly, it just does something to him. I'm not saying that she's like a helpless dipwit walking into a tree because she doesn't know it's not a street. I'm talking about a girl who takes care of herself, who loves to, she loves how she dresses. She loves her nails. She loves her hair. It's not that she has to wear makeup. She might just like gloss, but she loves herself. She loves tinkering in things that make her smell good and look good and feel good. And when she does these things to her body, notice that's not her mind. Mm -hmm. Her body pays her back by giving her this magical energy. Because there's many girls that will sit in the corner of Starbucks and just read and feed their mind. But they don't have this exuberant energy. When I say exuberant, I don't mean like they're bouncing off the walls. I mean that like this, have you ever walked into a place where you feel like, or you, you, you go meet someone and they're like, they have a good vibe. This place feels good. Mm -hmm. I like this person. It's because of their energy. It's inviting. So, it's inviting. So I have a side question. I have a coworker. I thankfully I don't have to deal with her for the next few months, but <laughs> Literally, when she knocks at the door, she's not even in the building. You instantly feel bad dread. vibes. Just instant, like, dread. is like, can I just – I don't drink alcohol. And it's like, can I get, like, a coolers on the way out because this is fucking <laughs> terrible. Um, is it because she has a pattern of complaining or a pattern – is it anything verbally she says? If it's not anything verbally she says that you're expecting again and again and again, then it's her heavy energy. That means when she's been by herself, she's been flustered. She's been reminiscing bad feelings. Perhaps she has no one to talk to. That's for sure. Um, or the person she or she belongs to these groups that look at how bad bad can be better. Um, but she's definitely locked in her head. She's definitely the type of girl that probably take a shower and say, I can do it in three seconds, point five, as opposed to give her the luxury. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> that's something she would do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's girls that are locked in their head will try to be efficient. No, 
And then when they're in a relationship, they will need to have the last word because they will need to be right. They won't need to be happy. So being happy, since it's not a prerequisite to them, they're always going to be miserable as fuck because they need validation of being efficient, of being right, and of being on top. And every time they strive for that, they get more and more tired because they're still pushing to be up and up. They're not feeding the body they were born with, the estrogen-based body that needs things to be done to the skin, to the hair, to feel good, to sound good, to taste good. They're not indulging. See, the feminine energy is the indulging energy. It's a pampering energy. And when it gets fed, it's very highly receptive to, it's kind of like, it's a princess energy. It's kind of like, I am going to let you come to me and you're going to feel really good. But what are you bringing? It's like that. And you don't mind to bring, you're like, okay, I'll bring this. I'll bring this because I just want to be around you. Um, and you may have some listeners that'll say, oh no, that's whack because I know girls like that. They're all about themselves. That's not what I'm talking about. There are two distinct energies. There's an energy of a girl that's just herself. That's a narcissistic energy because there are those that receive to get and those that receive to give back. But it's not that they give back by trying to be your mother. They give back because of their generosity, of their heart, of their smile, of their laughter, of their, you know, people don't know that listening to a person is not just hearing them. It's not having your mind anywhere, anywhere else, but 100% present with them. And it's very easy to do with someone you're in love with. But can you imagine meeting a stranger and, and you know, they're upset or something and, and you just really, really listen. You're not thinking about, I got to go. I hope this isn't going to take long and this and that. And that's also why, by the way, for all you guys that have been with a girl, I'll say two plus years, when your girl's upset and you're probably thinking, okay, I have listened to her, but she keeps mentioning it over and over and again. For all you guys that are upset with your girl, you've got to understand when a girl has words inside when a girl has words inside her the words are attached to feelings which are heavy you just froze there okay the wor- the words are attached to feelings that are heavy so it's like she needs to be in a rinse cycle right now she's soiled with a lot of soap and things like that she needs to spin and spin and spin the spinning is a talking okay now so if if your girl's upset don't don't tell her to calm down. Don't ever do that. Don't oh God, use that. I, I know that one. Jesus oh, Christ. You're good. Oh, you're so good. Yeah, because literally a girl when she's upset is like a volcano with booms. She's <laughs> yes. so fucking blow. Okay, totally. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, totally. So and don't say the R word relax either. Don't no. touch her on the shoulder. Don't touch her on the hips, on the knee, on the low back, or on your on her wrist, unless you want a nub for a wrist. Don't do that either. The only thing Oh, and don't, oh, and don't say, let's go have sex. You'll feel better. That'll just make you feel better. Okay. Like there are still, and I'm glad you're doing that, Josh, because a lot of people don't know that a lot of guys are like, honey, let's go have sex. You'll feel better. And that's why also they're like, oh, right after a fight, do you want to go down on me? No, I'm still mad at you, but Hey, you know what? I got like a vacuum outlet in my room you can stick your dick in there. Like what the hell, you know, you just do not do this kind of shit. So when, when a girl's upset, 
for a girl, she has to be like a runaway train with lips. As soon as she takes out all those millions of words that are, it's kind of like the equivalent of you wearing a chain with a 25-pound plate, walking around with it all day. Because uh, we're, yeah, because we're primarily estrogen-based, words carry feelings. So all these words of, of, you know, we're still talking to the boss that pissed us off because unless you actually give the anger back to the person that it came from, you're going to continue that conversation in bed. This is especially girls. So it's going to be 24-7 unless you disconnect. So you as our boyfriend to say, not what's wrong. We don't fucking know. At this point, there's too many things. Just say, tell me, tell me, talk to me. And she'll start talking. Now, this could be like 25 minutes straight. And I mean, she's talking and you're not even following anymore because there's too many tangents. Because when a girl is mad, it's never about what happened right at this second. Mm -hmm. It's just that you triggered it. It's never about what happened this second. It's about what happened a few days ago, a few weeks ago, maybe even years ago that was triggered now. She just got back into the past, sucked from the future type of thing. She's mm-hmm. got sucked into the past. So talk to me. So after the first 25 minutes, she'll be like, oh, oh, oh. she'll be gulping, like, you know, trying to get more out. And you'll say, tell me more. This might be painful for you guys as you've already stood there 20 minutes. Now, if you're standing there thinking the game is on in 10 more minutes, I am praying that she will be done. Don't. Don't even try. Don't even try because even though she may not catch it, the words that came out at the time where you were thinking and so only a bit of you was there and more of you was concerned, she will have the same conversation. She will be angry in another week or two and she'll, you'll say, talk to me. And then she'll say everything as a repeat and you'll go, but we talked about this already. That's why, because just like when you give a guy, well, not you guys a lot, but when girls give hugs, okay, you notice when someone gives you a hug and it's this pat, pat shit at the back with their hands, that's oh, not God, a hug. I hate that. That is so fucking like wet fish bullshit shaking hands. Yeah, you don't, there's no transfer of energy. So if that happens and you're thinking about the game, and I'm really impressed with how emotionally evolved you are. You're really impressing me here. Um, Thank you. When, when, when you are not a thousand percent there for your girl, taking it in, going emotionally through it with her, okay, she will have to talk about it again because those words will still be there. You have the ability to make them vanish by absorbing the words. You don't have to try. You just have to be a hundred percent focused. Your body will absorb the words and then she'll feel light and fluffy and then it's like nothing ever happened Mm -hmm. so that is the best way to deal with the girl when she's pissed i i'm taking so many thorough notes in my head right now about this yes and i invite your audience if they want to just email you or send you a message about any questions regarding this and you know if they want any um pinpointed issues we would be glad to like look at that perhaps another time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Got to get you on in future. So I do want to get into, um, so you, we've talked about the therapy and the mindset and all that. Do you have a meeting or something after this? Like, no, I'm good. 
Thank you okay. for asking. I just assumed like we were going to go to two hours because just listening to the <laughs> site, I'm like, we're going two hours. Wow, I can't believe you thought that. That is so awesome. You know what? I just want to say to your listeners, you are such a refined blend of a man because not only are you, you were, because guys who are really driven wouldn't care if they overspill into your time because they're like, you're on my show, be privileged. But you asked me. The other thing is when you talked about, you know, not texting a girl every 30 minutes. And I said, well, given that you've mentioned that, I can see that that, that portion is probably in you. And you're like, yeah, yeah, guilty. I, I've done that. And you were not deterred. That tells me this. I want to say the strength of your balls, but more politely, I will say the strength of the warrior inside you. You know where you've been wounded and this was not an appropriate thing to do. You're aware of it. You're not quite sure how or you were not quite sure how to dis, uh, detach from that type of action. Just that you were you were grounded and you were very decisive of, no, I cannot do that because I don't want to appear that way, even though I still feel that way. But now <clears throat> you have a, you have a lot of food to chew on and to digest in the next couple of days. And I'm sure there'll be a lot more questions. I just want to say to your audiences, how professional out of the people that I have also been blessed on um, to appear on, you have been by far the most enjoyable and the most thorough it is such a pleasure to talk to a pure breed. Thank you. Thank you very much. That means a lot. You're welcome. So what I wanted to go into, um, we, we went pretty much right past it when we were mentioning drugs and anxiety. And I said, I, I was a byproduct of that. So my byproduct was back in the nineties, they didn't know what ADHD was. So they thought I was bipolar because I was happy one moment and sad. So they put long story gambit. I essentially had got drugs. Can I interject? Absolutely. Can can I just interject? Because while my instincts are coming, I want to hit it for you. I would check your iron and your iron absorption. I would also, I would also, are you familiar with dermal, dermal electrical testing? I'm, I'm familiar with the phrase, but not what it is. What's that? Okay. Are you in the States? Yes. Okay. It is a non-invasive way to test blood work without blood. Okay. For vitamin deficiencies. Okay. And for you, there are several that you have that I'm feeling off the gate. One. I believe that either you did not eat a lot of protein before with the ADD, bipolar, whatever mishap at that point in time. If now, if, if you did have protein, say once a day, I will say that I would have, I would test your RBCs, which is your red blood cells, because just because you have protein doesn't mean you can absorb. You might have an absorption problem. When people have an absorption problem, their iron levels go low. When your iron levels are low, you can't sleep. When your iron levels, okay. So there was a sleep issue that I see now sleep issue will cause an adrenal issue of taxation. So 
adrenals need sleep. Mm -hmm. Adrenals are glands that we are blessed with. They help us adapt to stress. Without it, we're fucked. So if your adrenals are smashed to juice or just been clobbered a little bit here and there, then the only way you can cope with stress is two things. Well, two, two other things as a side note, but don't caffeine, sugar, alcohol, fried foods. Now, the reason why I say cope with stress is that if your iron is low and you're not sleeping and your, your adrenals are going to be tired, it's going to put you in fight or flight mode. It's going to make your brain think you're in trouble. So you're going to have racy thoughts and then you're going to have anxiety mm -hmm. because your body, nothing wrong with you. Your body's just because your adrenals are not functioning properly. They're saying, okay, war zone. We got to look at everything. You become hypervigilant. Okay, what did he mean by that? Okay, I got to do that. Okay, I don't know. Is this the right thing to do? Not the right thing. Okay, I can't sleep. And then all the problems, the racy thoughts. Because you notice when people don't sleep a whole night, why aren't they thinking about what it'll be like when they go on vacation? Why aren't they thinking about what it'll be like when they finally fall in love? Why aren't they thinking about what what it'll be like when they finally move away from where they are and they're happy? Why is it always thoughts that are scary? And that's because the problematic thoughts come as a result of the adrenals being taxed or wiped out and tired because you're not sleeping. And you're not sleeping because if you have an iron absorption problem, that will also lead to ADD, whatever. Mm -hmm. Those are the primary things. Children who are raised there are protein deficient. Their ferritone levels are super low. The other thing I think is super low with you is because when you don't sleep, your body shuts off your ability to absorb calcium. So at that point, you either may get cramps or, but for sure, I know your magnesium levels are going to be low because that inner calm, if you don't feel that, your magnesium is low. This is why chocolate is a big deal because chocolate is covered is, in magnesium. It, Yes. And it's a couple other chemicals that make you feel love and trust and all those things. That's why we've been drugged by the chocolate factory on Valentine's Day, because it actually makes you feel safe inside. There's a couple of complicated, they're very long chemicals, but oh, yeah. um, they're aminos. Yeah. And, and our brain produces that when we fall in love. Well, they put it in chocolate a long time ago. Oh, of course. I think was yes. it Hershey's that did it first. Uh, well, I don't know who did it, but I write about it in my book. Like we, you know, we've been drugged by the chocolate factory, but it's funny, <laughs> but it's it really makes sense. They were very smart. So, just a couple things, uh, and and then to let you continue with this because it's fascinating. Ferritin levels, I would check when you get a uh, the dermal the electrical dermal test. You hold a rod. It's copper. It's okay. wet, and then there will be a scale and it will show the energy levels of where the minerals are deficient in your body. And you will see a, a list of them. Yeah. And then that will, you know, when people come to me to do all this, the first thing is I send them there. You cannot test. And I repeat, you cannot test the blood levels of these minerals. Why? Because although you can get blood work to see your D3 levels or your magnesium level, you cannot test the level in the cell. You can only test the level in the blood. Mm -hmm. 
Now, right. another, th- another thing that most people don't understand, which makes all of us susceptible to COVID, is that when you don't sleep because your adrenals feel fear, so your cortisol level is too low or too spiked and you're scared, what will happen is your pancreas will release insulin because it thinks you need energy because you're scared because your adrenals aren't working. Mm-hmm. If the adrenals are impaired, it's like you're wounded. So the body will shoot insulin in order to take the glucose and put it in your blood. Then you become insulin resistant because the glucose is energy shoved in your blood so you can run 100 miles from the big dinosaur behind your ass. Okay, yeah. that's fight or flight. But what happens, and this is how a lot of people get diabetes too. During this whole pandemic thing, with the fear, with the media, with painting doom and people being isolated and not getting fresh energy to drown out the bad energy, glucose kept being shoved into the blood, but not into the cells of the body. It keeps, oh, you just froze for a minute. Oh, there we go. It It freezes every now and then, so we'll take that part out. So when the insulin level, when the insulin keeps shoving sugar in the blood, it doesn't go to the cells, which you need to work on your body. So you start to feel fatigue. That's why. But when you get too much blood sugar, you become diabetic. And diabetics, big thing is this is why they can't have an infection. They could die. Interesting. Now you see the connection. So they are really high at risk with the COVID because they've got too much blood sugar. And this is why at times like this, we shouldn't really be eating pizza. We should be eating fresh juices. We should be eating. We've got the time to cook at home these really good things. Um, And so I would say to most of your viewers, magnesium powder is very definitely needed in your water. The other thing is electrolytes because if you're not sleeping and you're blocking calcium, you'll find you get cramps. You'll find you'll have, you'll be insomnia for sure. And you'll find you might get skin rashes. Those are the three things that happen where your cortisol level is too low to sleep. It's because your body's like something's going to happen. And so you eat and you eat or you eat sugar or you eat some coffee, you know, whatever, or ice cream or cheese or this or that. That's the whole thing about fear. So moving on with your story, the iron, the magnesium, electrolytes, if your protein is not being absorbed, your red blood cells are not functioning, you won't have energy. And if your adrenals see you have no energy, they're going to take that as war zone. Mm Mm-hmm. And so now they're not going to let you sleep because you need to be alert for war. Right. No, absolutely. Um, Oh, one other thing. One other thing. When you don't sleep, your melatonin will be low because you get that. Okay. So if that's low, it means your serotonin levels are also low. And serotonin levels, for those who are not aware, are needed to be high in order for you just to have a happy disposition. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of supplements. One is called SAMI, S-A-M-E. Another one is called 5-HTP that raise your serotonin levels easily. Again, check with your doctor if he even knows about this. If you're on medication, do not take it. Um, 
you no, know, yeah, because definitely. I don't see you, you're not my client right now or yet, but um, at least I would love you to just make yourself familiar that there are supplements that raise your serotonin levels. People on antidepressants are going down the drain at a very steady rate because, yes, they don't feel the darkness, but they don't feel the magic of life and everything that's possible. They're on this even keel of deadness. I think this is where zombie was like created that word. I really do. Yes. It is yep. the worst thing to get on an antidepressant. It is just, it's not the root of the problem. And so every medication is going to create a need for you to have two other medications in two, three years because it is breaking down the circuits of the body and how it communicates to you. And it's not the root problem. So one of the things that I do, so, so let's say, Josh, you were my client and you start telling me about the ADD and the non-sleep is let's say it was just the sleep thing or even the ADD. I would first research the emotional thought pattern, the one sentence that you, Josh, are thinking over and over, you're not aware you're thinking. The feeling of that sentence that's playing in the back is what caused the ADD. Interesting, and, okay. Yes, and so I would tell you what that is. We would flip the thought, and a lot of things would start working. Because as long as yeah. you're not aware that this was either an ad adopted thought from a mother or father or an ancestral trauma bond, which means... You can look up the word epigenetics, which means trauma inherited through your DNA of another generation ago or two generations ago. It's inside you. So when you get to the certain age of where that ancestor was also where they were inflicted in pain or whatever it is they went through in their history, it will activate. Interesting. Okay. Isn't it? Epigenetics. Look into that. Yes. Epigenetics. Close. Right. Epigenetics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will. I will Google that later. I will. Okay. Do, I'll do a proper voice search on my phone. Yeah. Carry on. Um, so all all it was is um essentially the nineties. They like we don't understand what ADHD was. Um, he's bipolar. He's a problem. He's gonna hurt everyone. You have oh, a choice. God. You have a oh, choice. <gasps> Drugs or we're gonna kick him out. So my parents kind of were hands were forced. What they, they do, that retinol thing? Yep. What did they Ritalin. Ritalin. Oh, my God. All they needed to do was give you protein and check your ferritin levels. Yep. Ritalin. And it was How many years were you on that? For Ritalin, only three days. Because I was literally – I, I literally was sitting there going, Mom, there's spiders under my skin. And I'm pulling my flesh off my body. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. But that – it's so good that that happened to you. That's so good that that yeah. happened to you. And then it was some, it was a D drug. It was like not dopamine, but it sounded similar to it. That's where I gained like eighty pounds in six months for a kid. Wow. And uh, and wow. that's where I thought I was the problem. I was the one that gained the weight, kind of thing. So for years I was the oh I'm worthless. I I did this and my my body grows very fast. That's I can pack on muscle, but I can lose it quickly. I can tell. My teeth grew in crooked. A little bit. A little One. bit. But when I was younger, apparently it would look like a shark. There was like three layers. Oh, my God. So the doc doctor had to pull out a few kind of thing. Oh, wow. Lots so, to go through. How old were you at this point? Uh, that was around six. Same time with the weight. Okay. That's a lot for a kid. And it was – it's not – again, it's not them. They weren't given a, a thing for my parents. But 
I thought it was me. I thought I was the problem. I was the monster kind of thing. And uh, now that I'm older, reading and studying, I realized, oh, it's just shit I couldn't control in my life kind of thing. Wow. That was... So, go back. Say that again. Um, which part? How far back do you want me to go? No, the last sentence. I just realized it was just stuff I couldn't control in my life. And then? I just accepted it and am now happy. So, in other words... You accepted it with the phrase, I'm okay. Right. I'm not the monster. Yes. That was the biggest healing thing. That is the biggest heal. That's why you have the extra sensitivity and the extra humbleness. Because you literally crawled yourself out of a gutter yes. without a soul. Right. Yeah. And I was never given a map. I wasn't given anything. I just, at a certain point, I sat there and I'm like, okay, because the drugs they had me on near the end, my anxiety was so high that I was seeing things that weren't there. It was almost like I was schizophrenic. So when you say at the end, what was the age at the end? What was that age? Um, I was around six-ish when the whole thing played out. It was like between six to ten. Okay. So, and... And then when they took you off the riddle and they put you on something else? It started with a D. It's not dopamine, but it sounded very similar to it. Okay. And yeah, and so that produced anxiety for sure. That's an offshoot off the drug for sure. Mm -hmm. And then what happened after 10? Uh, I found what I perceived as a good balance. I wasn't completely... I, I felt I wasn't crazy anymore. So it was Vyvanse, which is medical speed... Trintelex, which is a doping agent, and then something else. It was uh, essentially anti-seizure medicine with the side effect of anxiety. Um, because the, the one that was slowing me down is why I was taking the medical speed. But then it was my brain was going too fast, so I took the third one kind of thing. That's what I mean by one medication makes you need another medication right. to make up for how it's screwing you up. And that's where, when I got my health insurance for my current job, I went to the medical doctor, the mental doctor, because I needed my pills, I thought. And he's like, how long have you been on this? A professional Indian man, he's like, seriously, how long have you been on this shit? And I just literally, I stopped him like, okay, you said the S word and you're professional. What's going on kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, he really cared. Oh, he did. And, and that's pretty much the essential. He's like, I'm surprised you're still functioning because how long you've been on your medicine, it should have fried your brain. Yeah. Wow. So which which tells me you have more, you know, you know how some people bald early, mm -hmm. it means they lack certain vitamins for the hair. Okay, so and other people have thicker hair, it means they have extra vitamins for the hair. So you have and you were born with extra vitamins for your mind and your brain. Fortunately, so yes, or it would have fried you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, this is literally one day of shave, not shaving. And I already have a full beard in. Wow. It's, it's super annoying. Just like, like I said, my body overcompensates for everything. It, th it, it works fast. But you know what? We can leverage that if we can think about where to make the most use of it. Like, if you were into hardcore training, and um, that is also one thing that I do virtually. So, God, I would train your ass. Yeah. <laughs> And then your body would change and 
you, you would just come into more of your own because you know what? Another, when people are heavier, mm-hmm. it's for only one reason. <clears throat> Excuse me. Emotionally speaking, it's to protect the sensitivity of their heart. Extra fat is for cushion of emotions. So as you would train and you would get leaner, your heart muscle would get stronger in its own emotions. That transfer would occur. It's not like, oh, okay, I'm going to get leaner. This is why it's really, it's really good that weight doesn't just... Like, can you imagine a person 200 pounds overweight because he's used to being insulated? All of a sudden, he's like super lean and fit. and He wouldn't be able to handle it. No. This is, this is why it's really good that it takes its time to... To, to melt away. Yes. And to melt away as you build up as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also a very good diet helps because like I was saying earlier, yes. I was deadlifting like 300 pounds, ate anything I could get my hands on, but I was still, I still was consistent 36% body fat or something uh, like that. Because you're eating everything. Yes. Yeah. Because you're eating everything. And, and were you taking protein drinks at all? Probably oh my God. Not. I think I was taking too much. I was like doing two scoops because I would do like an hour of hit and an okay. hour of uh, just weights. Was it a weight gainer uh, protein drink or was it like lean carbs? And it was, and it was whatever the Bill Phillips protein one was. Okay. Well, uh, whatever doesn't cut it depending on what you're trying to do. Because for all we know, you could have been on a weight gainer that had. That's true. Yeah. That, got, that actually has to put fat on you. It's for the skinny boys. That's true. Yeah. It was whatever the um, gold, like gold standard or whatever one that Bill Phillips made? Well, I'm sure it's the good one. I, I'm just not sure that it was for what you had in mind with your goals. And and now I recently realized, other than the last 48 hours, I for some reason just have an unfillable hunger. I've been doing keto. That's why. because If you've been doing keto, um, it's because you're not having any complex carbs. Uh, <clears throat> keto is a very tricky thing to get into. Um you really have to load up on the fat. And if you are coming off being, when I say thick like you, you're not hugantuous, but you're like, you know. There's a little extra here and there. A little, yeah. uh, It's not here and there. It's evenly distributed, which I'm happy to see. But when you're used to that level of fat to go right to protein, you'll be starving everywhere. I, I wean my people off slowly. Um, but even if you introduced healthy carbs, like, like broccoli, no, that, that's a simple carb complex. Okay. Complex would be a sweet potato or rice. Interesting. Not, and a bread would be a soft. See, imagine this. If you want to look like bread, eat bread, sweet potatoes, nice and hard. Okay. Okay. That's so rice and sweet potato would be my complex carb choice of the day for you that's in absolutely. meals. Yes, yeah, that's that would, literally what I've been eating the last like I've been eating just rice cakes and uh, no. Oh, don't do that. OK, I'll cut that. Rice cakes is eating air and it will not it will not suffice your quota for a man of your size because whenever your body is given less than what it needs to function on, it will burn muscle, hang on to your fat, 
remember you tried to fuck with it. And then when you binge, even for an hour, it will gain all the weight back. It will make you binge Harder. to put back all the weight you lost artificially. Okay. Because the only way you can lose weight, and you're a really good looking guy. Thank you. You being lean would be dangerous. So I don't know if you can handle it. No, seriously, you being lean with your mixture of tenderness and humbleness and nobleness and fuckitness would be a dangerous combination in a wonderful way. And the world needs a lot more of you. If I could market you and put you a bottle, I would. But <laughs> the the um, the if you're having rice cake, it's mostly just sugars. It's simple carbs is a sugar. So you, you don't even want to have a rice cake. You want okay. to have real food and you, you want to make sure that you train really hard because there's only one thing that will burn fat. Do you know what that is? So I, there's multiple versions, but I'm believing it's the exertion. There's only of, one. There's is it the exertion one. of energy? No. Um, okay. No. What is it? Muscle. Interesting. Okay. Muscle burns fat. So what you want to do is you want to train as hard and as heavy with clean food as you possibly can. Okay. Now, I don't <clears throat> Now, with you in me just assessing your body really quickly here. I would not just go with heavy deadlifts, heavy chest, heavy this. If it was me, I would train you in such a way where you're always winded. So in other words, I would, I would make you do heavy, you know, three, four sets, uh, say 15, 12, 10, eight of, you know, declining down, do a warm up uh, for a bench press. And in between each of those, I would have you do burpees or skip rope. So I do ask, martial arts. Oh, wow. That, okay. But, but here's the thing, love. You're doing martial arts all in the hour that you're doing martial arts. To combine heavy weights oh, with be intense, insane. it'd be insane. And that's how you would be in friggin' awesome shape in three months. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I used to eat just meat and potatoes, but I think it was the russets and it was too much sugar. Because it's a white potato. Right. Sweet potato is an amino. It okay. gives your body aminos. And white potato is it when it goes in the body, it it does transform to sugar. It's okay. true. Then I will switch over to would yams work too? Um you know what? Yams are very sweet. They would work. I would and if you need that if you've got a sweet tooth, do you know what blood type you are? A negative. A. Okay, so I'll tell you right now, your hydrochloric acid in your stomach is very low, which is why you don't handle a lot of protein well, especially if you're not training. See, that's the one thing for people on A, when they're training, you're not, can you imagine, like think back to when you had a really intense training. When you finished, did you, did you want a donut? Like, did you want like a pizza? You, you, when you train that hard and you're sweating, your body doesn't crave shit. It actually really craves food that just the muscle can, can eat, which is meat, which is this and that. Um, if I was you, I would, you need to raise your higher hydrochloric acid in your stomach because 
blood type A's are more pasta people and breadies types. That was literally me. I'd eat yeah. all the pasta yeah. I could get my hands on. Yes. Because it was and, cheap. Yeah. And, and sweet tooth. You're going to have a sweet tooth because there's not a lot of protein there to begin with. I want to say sweet sweet tooth's not really been my thing. Soda, though, if that counts within it. That yes, was my because, kryptonite. Uh, yeah, so soda with, well, soda what? Plain soda or soda? It didn't matter. I just wanted the carbonation. Right. So you, you, you wanted the caffeine in the yeah. carbonation, which has sugar. Mm-hmm. So if you're drinking a lot of soda, you don't need a chocolate. Because right. you have caffeine. Exactly. Right. And sugar. Now that I'm older, more knowledgeable, I realize that. But it's just one of those. When I was at my, I think my worst, I was 290-ish. I'm about 250 right now. So 250 right now. Oh, my God. At 210, you'd look at, okay, at 210 of training really hard with just like muscle, you would look amazing. I at one point hit 190 and I was just skin and bones. Yeah, yeah, no, that's way too low. Yeah. Even, yeah, 210, 220, even 220, 30 pounds down. But it's, if you just lose weight now and don't work with weights, you won't look as good as you training hard. Right. Yeah. So I I was going to say, I have the, you know, the TRX system, because I'm in LA County in California, the gyms are still closed. I'm so. Where do you go? I used to go to Gold's Gym. Where do you train? Uh, LA Fitness. Oh, LA it's Fitness. L- it's literally okay. like half a mile from my house. Okay. Okay. But it but the gyms are still closed. Our uh, our county manager won't open for them. Oh, so I. So I've been using TRX body weight. You don't even. You don't. Well, th- there is. Okay. The only thing I can say is the people that I have that I do virtually, they just really what I I'm really good at taking a few dumbbells and making it really hard on you. Okay. So it's not like a. So it's not like a guy needs to have his 90-pound dumbbells. I can kill him with 35-pound dumbbells because of the angles of which he'll do it at and how I pre-exhaust him. So you just need to make a little room and it's, you know, you don't have to like wait till the gym. With with the TRX thing, I I would have to see it in a totality to understand. It's like the rings for gymnastics. Except you can just strap oh, it to your tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a lot of resistance work. See, uh, that's a lot of resistance. And I know that that became very popular in the last three to five years. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Because I am a bodybuilding champion, I just have never seen anything better than hardcore weights. I, okay. I, they will make, um, they will make um, different ramifications of different things. Um I just mix even the the I have a um, a pro fighter. Um, he does all those newest things. When he trains with me, he trains with weights, and then I stretch him. So it's it's about angles. It's about angles making it difficult with lighter, so you don't hurt your joints eventually. And everything everything physically active is good. Swimming in the ocean with a shark is good everything as long as you're ahead of the game is everything yeah everything is good um but you just have to make sure you know what you're doing and you have to make sure that you're also investing your time and energy in doing it the right way from the get-go it's okay so your yeah. body doesn't have to unlearn and a body doesn't get used to 
it doing it in the right. You know, I still have people who come to me who goes on the Bernstein diet or whatever, where all they're just fucking starving themselves and like they got saggy skin and then they come to me to train. Well, I lost my bulk. I go, no, you didn't lose your bulk. You lost what little 2% muscle you had. We're starting fucking scratch because mm-hmm. the body will use your muscle first. Interesting. Okay. I want your inject intermittent yeah. fasting. If done right, is it good? I think it has a lot of potential if you don't have a thyroid issue and you're not anemic. So because if I, you have blood sugar level issues, if you can't eat, uh, be without food for an hour and a half, I would not recommend it. Okay. Because yeah, that's actually how I fixed my thyroid. How did you fix it? It was mostly just fasting, the 16-8 rule. I eat so, my... So go over it. Tell me how you did it. So I had to eat whatever... Um, I was eating for the last month a lot of eggs, a lot of meat, um, a lot of cruciferous vegetables. I didn't eat the potatoes, but I, I will incorporate that now. But because I was so full, and um, I would uh, take like some coconut oil and just put it in my cheek and leave it there kind of thing. I got the chewing tobacco pot. Oh, inside? Okay. Yeah, just leave it like chewing tobacco. Um, so a lot of calories. And then just when the 16-hour things hit, just ate nothing. Just drink a shit ton what- of water. What do you mean when the 16-hour thing hit? You mean you ate so, for 16 hours straight? No, you ate, eat for eight. Eat okay. your whatever calories. Then your you regular don't eat, day. Right, but you don't eat for the next 16 hours after your eight. So in other words, you'll eat from eight in the morning till like, 10 at night? or It would be like nine hours. to five. Okay, so you eat from nine to five, and then the following day you eat at 12? No, nine. So you eat from 9 to 5, so you're just basically cut-off time is at 5. Correct. If you and don't get the, it in, that's it. You can't get it in next <laughs> tomorrow you can. But you said you held coconut oil all night. Is that after oh, No, no, no. That was just like near the end before the fast would start. I just put some coconut oil in there and just uh, go about my business with the computer. You mean so like at 4.30 or 5 p.m. is when you put the coconut in? Yeah. And then you'd sleep okay? Slept like a baby the last month. Okay. So so with you, what worked is that you... And did you have like a normal good meal like for breakfast? And did you have like three meals or did you eat throughout the whole day? It would probably be two solid meals. So I'd make and myself like a six egg omelet. And that would just be my first one. Add whatever extra to get the extra calories in. Wait about four or five hours. Nope. nope. No carbs with your For the first, first one, no. Okay. I mean, unless you count like bell peppers and mushrooms and no, small. No, they're not really. Yeah. Okay. Second so one you- was just mainly just meat and I would do like uh, broccoli, like okay. a chicken and broccoli kind of thing. And still no complex carbs. No, because I was following this one guy named Vinny Tortelich. He said, cut all sugars, cut all grains out. Carbs, complex carbs, sweet potatoes, not a sugar. And he, he even says sweet potato is okay, but like maybe a half a potato instead of a whole one. I see. I see. Wow. Because you see, if I follow that, I would never be able to hold on. To uh, your, your mass? No, no, no. It's not my mass. No, it, it would be it would be my sugar levels. My, my and sugar I think levels. that, like I said, the 48 hours, I think that was what kicked in it because it's I just, I'm literally looking, my mom, my sister made nice cupcakes, there's nice, like, pasta in the fridge, and I'm sitting there, and finally my body just went, nope, 
And I literally just pain. I could not control it. Pain? Pain. Pain Pain in my stomach. It felt like I hadn't eaten like two years. Wow. And and you could sleep with that pain? I'm very good at ignoring pain. That's one of my weird talents. Oh, wow. When you say you had a thyroid issue, like, did you have to eat every hour, like a serious thyroid issue? Or is it just... Pretty much. Pretty much. Wow. I mean, now I'm like, other than like I said, the last forty-eight hours, I, I don't really. I'm not hungry. I'm not worried. I don't have to keep eating a bowl of whatever every like thirty. It was thirty minutes, by the way, for me. That's why I kept getting weight. Okay, and but you're drinking water all day, right? Oh yeah, gallon minimum. Pee like a horse. Yeah. No. That. That's, so. So you would eat from nine to five, and then after. So you would just not have a dinner thing. Yeah, you would just cut eat, off early. Yeah, cut either breakfast or dinner out, but that's it. Eat everything else correctly. But you also don't have carbs during the like complex carbs. You're having no. basically vegetables Correct. and fat and fats. Yes. But you see, if there is anybody who has an inflammation of the gallbladder, and a lot of people don't know when they have gallbladder stones, eggs is eggs will trigger in a gallbladder attack. Interesting. Yeah, that was my go-to yeah. cheap protein. I got a little, I'll cut back on those then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. But that's good for you that you've made that headway. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, it's, what triggered it for me was, because I got COVID. That was when you were talking about it, like, people. No yeah. way. Oh, I my sh- God. All right, so long story short, we had a bunch of shitty coworkers come in to, to remodel the store. And they, 25 of them knew they had COVID. And to all 25 never wore a mask. They're supposed to wear a mask. I know. They're, these are the drugs of the earth. I didn't expect much from them. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That is so messed up. Yeah. Holy and shit. And then they went to, like, three other stores, got them all sick. I need to get one of those now. <laughs> um, and essentially, finally, the company is like, okay, okay. And they paid me for my time off. But it's only just recently. My lungs were shot. I could barely walk half a mile. And I've, yeah, I literally was going to have That's what like, they say. Oh, my God. Thank God you're okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. But that was just one of those – the martial arts earlier when I was mentioning it. My instructor, he thinks he got it like when it first came to America like a year ago. Because he's like, I was down for like 10 months. I couldn't breathe. I would like nothing. I'm Jesus, like, yeah, you, you probably got thing. it. Where do you live in L.A. about? Uh, what part of L.A. do you know? Oh, every part. I was in Beverly Hills. I was in Santa Monica. <clears throat> Venice. I lived in Venice also. I'm aware of Brentwood. I'm aware of Malibu. La Jolla was my favorite go-to place. So I'm 30 miles south of L.A. Uh, do you know where, like, Azusa is? Or La Verde? No. Claremont? I'm, Claremont rings a bell. I'm near Claremont. Oh, okay. So you're on the way to La Jolla. <laughs> on the way to <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, That's so awesome. it was just, it, it was, it is what it is, what I was my uh, motto during the whole thing. Because, like, when I had COVID, I was down for two days. Apparently, I was functional. I was talking to everyone, eating, going to the restroom. I don't remember it. I fell asleep Wednesday the 16th. I woke up the 19th, uh, the 18th. And I'm just like, Wow. <laughs> wait, wait, what happened? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it it's one of those, I 
now that I got it, I really don't want to get it again, but it's the, we, we really should treat this as a bit of a problem. It's not that we should go on complete hot lockdown and hide from everyone, but. Well, what we need to treat this is, is a call to action to build up our immune system, get rid of inflammation mm-hmm. because do you know what caused your thyroid? I actually think oh. it would, I think it was just the sodas cause I've cut no. it out. No. Really? No. The only thing that turns off your thyroid is inflammation in the body. So that means either you have EBV, which most of the population has, is it's Epstein-Barr virus, which is mononucleosis. If you, you may have caught it back when and mm-hmm. not known it and may have laid dormant. For you. And it may have laid dormant. And then when you get... Um, if the thyroid flares up, it means the inflammation is in the body. That's when the thyroid turns off. Interesting. Yeah, so it would make sense with the intermittent fasting that the that uh, if you're getting rid of all your grains, which cause inflammation because glycophyte is on it, the pesticides, which I'm trying to get rid of. I actually have an idea on how to develop a pesticide that is natural from a waste product of a food that I'm waiting for an investor to hook up with me so that we can get rid of glycophosphate because that is, it's an endocrine disturber. It disturbs your hormones. It fucks you up so bad and it's oh, yeah. on all our fucking food. It is. I work yeah. at a grocery store and I know it's one of those, I just talked to the fruit guy. I'm just like, hey, you know, we got to sell on apples. And he just jokingly picks up an apple, takes his nail and you see white stuff come off. He's like, these are caked in wax. Oh, Why wow, do you yeah. want this? And I'm like. <laughs> because I'm peeling off the fruit. I'm, I'm like, peeling off the skin. I'm like, That's dude, why. How long has that apple been there? He's like, because of the wax, it gets an extra five months shelf life. Fuck. I'm like. All yeah. right. Well, I'm just going to grow my own vegetables. That's what this guy is here now. Yeah. Like, I just yeah, don't that's trust awesome. it. That's awesome. I'm like, screw that. I don't need your chemically enhanced food. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the projects that I, I want to do. Um, I, I have an idea on how to replace that so they don't have to do that. And um, the Moderna group, though, would not be very happy with that. I, many people would not be. I would be incognito. No one know it would be me. But it, I just, it, I yeah. just, I just need a very powerful investor. The other thing I've created is, um, um, I have a recipe that I would design uh, that is like these little chocolate cubes that would have certain vitamins in it. That when you would eat it, you would you would no longer have a craving for sugar. Interesting. And it would, for those people who are diabetic and those people who insulin are insulin resistant, it would stop the insulin spiking, putting the blood sugar in the system. Okay. How yeah, that- and that comes, well, because there are three supplements that I'm aware of. And when you mix that in, that's what happens. I have given, for people that... Uh, that have a real big sweet tooth, I have given them one supplement plus given them a certain diet and it worked like a charm. And so I know it works and it's amazing. And I don't want to tell a lot of people about it because as soon as you tell the industry, oh, if you eat this one natural plant vitamin, you're no longer going to feel like you want candy. And oh my God, they walk- would exploit the shit out of it. 
Well, in three months, it would be off the shelf. That's what happens here in Bumfuck Canada. Really? It would be off the shelf. Yes. L-carnitine, which is needed to take the fat out of the liver, was off the shelf because the word spread around that it was taking the fat out of the liver. It makes you pee like a racehorse. Recently, they brought it back because a Canadian doctor started writing about, oh, L-carnitine is going to make you drop weight. It it makes you drop. It, it, it does get rid of the fat, but he doesn't mention that it gets rid of the fat in the liver. So right. a whole bunch of stuff like that. You know well, that what that's saying? America. That, I think that's just anyone now in the world health industry. Yeah. 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 True. Cause I've talked to a couple British guys and Australian and New Zealand, and they've all said the same thing. I'm like, Oh, you know, California schools are screwed up. They're like, no, we're just as screwed up too. I'm like, Oh, where do we do this? They're like, Nope. No, we're just no. not as vocal about it. No. Canadians are more screwed up than America. That's why I want to go back. So, <laughs> okay. But, but anyway, um, when will um, when will the editing of the version come out? Uh, in about a month. Okay. Cool. All right. I definitely need to get you on in the future. You know what? I'd love to be on again. And wonderful. Um, you know what? What? Um, I have a little suggestion. Okay. Why don't you? Um, so I'm not all over the place because you can see I'm going to go off one tangent another. Um, maybe you can, we can fire back and forth. Like you can give me a set of questions and say, I want you to talk about this, Nicole. I want you, then I want you to talk about this and that. And we can throw it back and forth and see if it's interesting. And then I can prep for it. Wonderful. I still like your tangents though. It was a great story. You do? You like that? I okay. love them. Though, well, you know what? Then, 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 um, I love how you love those things. You're so comfortable. Um, then when you're making it in editing, why okay. don't you jot down? Well, she talked about this, but what about this? Jot down okay. any other questions that I can elaborate more on or where it started or where I think it's heading or what's the benefit of what's not the benefit. How does a guy know this? How does a girl know this? So we can give your listeners a lot more information. Absolutely. Yes, I will. I'll even, when I edit this up, I'll send it to my instructor because he's very much into this mindset and uh, different things. So just have his critique on it too. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be amazing. Wonderful. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. I Sorry appreciate you. Sorry about the fucking bang. I got to go find out what the fuck happened. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. That was it, interesting. It 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 wasn't that they banged on the door. It was something dropped, like something. Banged. Yeah, it was like a piece of flat wood or something. Yeah. That was. Yeah. It's just it was just a loud clap through your mind. That's from like. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking yeah. Canadians. I know they're fucked. They're so fucked. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> I love you. Thank you. I cannot you. say this to anybody. They are so, you know what? Can you write this down? Sure. Write down, how are you? How is Shmoo? How are you? How is Shmoo? Yeah. And write down the hazards of saying, how are you? And I can talk about that. That's a topic I really like. Okay. I'm going to talk about how that fucks us up. That's my first idea. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go drink, love. Okay. All right. We'll if do. If you get any other ideas or anything. Um, oh, let me give you my email. Oh, you have my email, right? 
Yeah, you uh, the contact with the calendar, I got it. So I'll send you a quick message. Okay. 